This is the It's Time to Refresh podcast with Brad Refresh, the podcast about life, music, traveling, shit, literal shit that is, and weird and wacky stories with Brad and a range of guests from the planet Earth. Feel free to share the pod with your pals, your mom, your neighbor's dog, or even your shrink. It's all fun. You can follow our Facebook group called It's Time to Refresh Community or It's Time to Refresh on Instagram. Write into the pod, ask questions, and share your stories. Enjoy the pod! Hey kid, what time is that? It's time to refresh! Uh, back once again with another podcast. Uh, this is episode twelve, and we've got uh, Benjamin Leon. How are you doing? All right. I'm all right, thanks. Not too bad. Um, how, how are you doing at the minute? Are you uh, with, with gigs and that? wise are you enjoying it? Um, um, it's I'm as busy as I want to be. Really, I don't yeah. want to do it every weekend. I'm 36 now. <laughs> I, I like to go to sleep. I want to like, spend time with my kids as well. Like, Absolutely. Because um, doing a gig, just it's not just one hour out of your life, is it? It's, nah. A few hours before, and then the next day, if you're getting back late. Yeah. To be honest with you, I like to go and enjoy myself as well, so I don't want to do it every weekend. <laughs> I'm quite happy with what I've got. Yeah. Um, I've got some good ones. Sometimes I'll have a break. I like, I've not done it now since beginning of May, so I'm, that, uh, next yeah. week I've got Sopranos and Fat Goose. That'll be so, good. It'll be like nearly two months off. I've not missed it. I've yeah. had a nice break from it. And Sometimes it's quite refreshing. Like, for me, for instance, I, I can go like a, a couple of months without having a, a gig and it'll be like, it's quite refreshing that you get ideas for tunes and yeah. like, like it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't feel as um, just stale. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, I love it. I like, I listen to Bounce every day, but my thing is, if if, if I haven't been to a Bounce gig, I sort of get a clear mind of, of what direction I want to go in with music. Whereas if I walk away and I see that something worked on a dance floor, like I need to do more of that. I need to do. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. for instance, uh, with Sanctuary, um, the black box, we'd, we'd, um, when John was playing, I've referenced this in another podcast, but John was playing all the sort of like um, tougher edge stuff by like Ben Nicky and stuff like that. When, when I turned to you and I said, I said, fucking hell, when did that rhythm oh, of the night thing? Uh, was he on before me, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he played some belters, didn't he? Actually? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I walked away from that night saying, I need to do something like that. I need yeah, to, and then now, now I've, I've had a bit of clarity, I can, I can sort of uh, assess of what direction I'd like to take it in. See, because. Uh, I like to have a drink when I go out, so I'd probably have these ideas in the club. Yeah. Uh, but then I forgot about it. <laughs> to be fair, I'm quite good at cutting myself off from something, so I've got balance with everything I do. I've got to cut myself off from work, obviously, when I leave work. And music, I don't like I don't like to hammer my brain with it too much because I like to do other normal stuff. So I'm quite good at cutting things off, so I feel I like... I wish I was. <laughs> I feel, like, balanced. Yeah. Because when I were doing it when I was younger, like, I think it started... Dying down for about 2010, hmm. and we're glad of not uh, being in it. Maybe uh, just sort of like oversaturated, yeah. But well you do yeah. it every weekend, you just sort of like it's, yeah. it just overpowers you. And now, I like I've sort of like stepped back for a bit. I found the time and the balance with work, yeah. Uh, hobbies, normal other hobbies, kids, obviously. Now, um, I, I enjoy it more, yeah, I appreciate it more, and I'm not bothered if I'm not doing it. Or I am doing it. Yeah, yeah. That makes me sound like a dog girl, so I didn't yeah. care about it. But I'm quite happy just to 
balance it out now. Take it as it comes as well, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, know. I don't get stressed over it too much. Like, oh, but I'm not getting bought to anything yeah. like that. And if someone wants to butt me and like, it's not right for me. I'm not like. Oh, Oh yeah, I'll do it like type of thing. Whereas younger, yeah. like I want to do it. All right, you want me to do it cheaper? Yeah, I'll do it cheaper. Like it's <laughs> like if I'm going out my house tonight, I want it to be. Oh, I want my fee and all that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And if, if not, I'll go to sleep quite happily. Yeah, oh, it's understandable. It's, it's a good balance to have. Yeah. Um, but now we've touched on that, we can sort of go back to the beginning then. Um, so with Bond Lee, where did it all start? Well, to be fair, like most people have like, like influences. Whereas I, I used to live in Plymouth. Right. I moved up to Dorman when I was just turned 15 so I never heard really any much dance music other than being in the charts I yeah. used to like listen to Link Biscuit and stuff like that so when I heard the donk I thought it weren't really nobody ever called it the donk when it was just bounce music uh, I don't even think it was called, I'm calling it that then and my mates used to like listen to it like old Mom Rose and Maxime CDs at the time yeah. and I was like wow what year is this I don't know old oh, sorry yeah um, this, when I first heard it I was in 2002 Right. So, oh, so yeah, right. Yeah, a long time ago. You know, but you can imagine the sort of music that was around at the time, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is really good. It's like yeah. really energetic. So, and my mate had a pair of decks, and I used to have a do on them. Um, and they were like, I think there were about four of us. We just all got decks at the same time. We all learnt off each other. Right. And we used to like share vinyls. I used to find loads of old rare ones, but I couldn't afford them all because <laughs> I was young, obviously. Yeah. And we all used to just like borrow them off each other. So was it was it a popular thing to do to get into DJing at the time, uh, or was it? Did you just happen I, to stumble upon it? I don't. I don't think it was as popular as it is now. Definitely not. But it was just. It was just what was what. What were close to me. Yeah. So, oh no! Just I found when I was in school that I went when I went to school there would be a lot of people like trading music on the phones and like it was really popular to have a, a good CD on or a good tu- a good tune on your phone like. I don't think I don't think music were on phones then. No, uh, obviously, so, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean tape uh, trading or CDs. T- tapes. Yeah, we used to like, just record tapes and oh, you heard that tape? It's got blah blah blah. And yeah. And then it tapes over. So was it popular within school and stuff for yeah, fifteen? Yeah, it were. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what, it weren't really until I turned about sixteen that uh, I started. Like, obviously, I started meeting people, and you sort of like go through groups until you meet the right yeah, set yeah. of group people. Uh, so I about 16, I think I, were, I think I were, and I got my first decks end of 2002, so I was 16. I got some Gemini uh, belt drives. Yeah. I bought a few records and just tried to mix them. Eventually How got did there. it go? Uh, not so great at first, yeah. but I, I remember I had, um, it was a Monsoon and Dreamworks one, a pump records, uh, Everybody Dance. Yeah. And the kit got it, was right. I just found it easier to mix, so I just used to practice with that one all the time. Quite. I eventually got the hang of it. Right. So what what year is this then? This must be what, 2000? Going into 2003. Right. Um, and then I got some Stanton Straight 30s. Right. Back, I think that same year. Um, I, had, I think it come with a mixer. It like a crap thing. The mixer didn't even have a, a bass. When, you, when you're young and sort of naive to it, it doesn't matter. As long as you oh, can mix no, one tune to into another, yeah, it's fine, I isn't it? practice and I, I used to go on, I used to go hammer them, I used to go on all the time. Whereas now I don't right. want to touch them. Yeah. I touch them for weeks. I'm not, I don't think I've had a mix for about a month. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. Um, I was on them every day. Come on from work, you were on them. Stop time. Class, class. So, were you going anywhere sort of underage or like that? I went Maxine once, underage. 
Um, was that the place to go in your area? Like, was it? Yeah, everyone like the older lot were. Oh, oh you'd even go in Maxine's life. Oh, bloody hell, wish I could go there. <laughs> uh, and I chanced it once, and I was seventeen. I, I, I an adult. I weren't old looking for me yeah, at yeah. all. So I thought, right. I mean, I've seen pictures of you when you were younger, mate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't look. I, I didn't look. I don't, don't look old now. I look like I might do now. I've got a bit grey in my beard, but. Um, <laughs> I remember going and I was, I was shitting myself because I thought, I'm just going to get left in Wigan here. Uh, and I got in, I couldn't believe it. I had, I had the night of my life. Uh, <laughs> great. Can you remember who was on? Not a clue. Not a clue. Uh, not a clue. I, remember, I knew it was an all-nighter. Right. And it would have been 2003, I, th- I think. Right. Did you not recognise any of the MCs? Or no, I didn't I don't know, know that much about it. Right. Like, I knew that I knew like the music, but like listening to tapes and stuff, I didn't really listen. Once it's got me on decks, yeah, it were I was just making tapes and I was listening to it back. I didn't care, but I didn't really care about other. I was just focusing on myself. That's class. So where where did you go from there? So like you went for the your first night out. You you got the the vinyl collection. You. Um, I was searching for vinyls. Right. I, I can't I can't really remember. I was searching for Italian records at right. the time, and I stumbled upon Italian dance. .co.uk forum right um, and some people were selling records and as I started browsing the site I seen um, a lot of the cricketer DJs come up right. I thought alright oh, well I could sort of like message people here and show them demos and stuff I, I, who you are sort of thing yeah and just try I thought well it's a way in isn't it because um, I didn't have a clue how to get how, how to get get there at all really yeah. if you're not in within the scene it can become it can be quite yeah. not intimidating as such but like when you, you can definitely feel like oh am I like how do I get in here I don't know anybody yeah well that's what I thought I was going to DJ and like, who, who's ever going to be me apart from my mates who I'm giving giving tapes to um, so I, th- I think around the same time I did I think I sent a tape to Gary Gary Slex I don't think I'd started my volumes I yeah. sent a tape to Gary Slex and he was like I want you on I might, I might have meant to have been on a dance attack first but because I'd messaged that many different promoters and sent them back demo yeah a couple of them wanted me on but they uh, because i'd done one we're doing one thing they didn't want me on that so i ended up doing it for gary selects and i think i would i not we weren't 18 at the time so i was still trying to get i, I just about to turn 18 and i did meltdown at the cricketer should <laughs> march 2004 it were right uh and then after that i'd started doing my volumes when you went into the cricketer for the first time underage how, how did you feel how, how did people approach you it were dead. Oh, there were many dead. people to approach me. No, I mean, like, um, say, like, the promoters and stuff like that, like... Oh, you know what? Or, or the DJs or the MCs who all, were on. All the other DJs the MCs were all accommodating. It weren't, um... It weren't, uh... What's the word? It wasn't, like, intimidating It weren't intimidating no, no. at all. Everyone were like, oh, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, quite friendly. Um, at this point, are you DJ Bon Lee? I was, yeah. Where did that, where did that come is, from? This was... This was when, about the time, I thought, right, I'm sending my demos off here, I need a name. Um, and basically, my name was, obviously, my name's Ben. Yeah. Um, Hi, I'm Ben. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, so, my French teacher, he, at school, he couldn't, he wasn't, he, he wasn't English, he was, I think he was Albanian. Yeah. And he used to say, Bon. He was always Bon instead of Ben. Yeah. And it just stuck. So, uh, I yeah, that, it's, call it's me Bon. interesting, that. And then I thought, right, uh, bugger it, I'll just call it, um, I've called myself Bon Lee and that's where it came from, really. What? Well, honestly, do you know what I thought it was? I thought it was down to somebody else's mistake. I thought you were DJ Ben Lee and, and someone's put it on a flyer. A typo. And you, yeah, and you've sort no, of kept on it. No. And it just, it just stuck and then everyone's called me Bon ever since. Really. Well, people were calling me anyway, my mates, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but it's... it's 
it stopped pretty much from. I've always wondered where the name came from. I just just out of interest there, but obviously that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it's a stop. Um, yeah, he used to argue with us about uh, English. He <laughs> was like, "Well, we know he's he's yeah, a bit of a mad teacher, really." Yeah. Um, so after that meltdown in two thousand and four, where where did you go from there? Well, starting the volumes. Um, so recorded Bouncy House Volume One. Yeah. Um, recorded it. Um, my decks were in my bedroom, but I had a computer in back bedroom downstairs. I had a loft room. Yeah. So I took them down. I put them on the single bed. So the decks were on the bed, uh, and I recorded a mix. Um, on Soundforge, and but that's ridiculous, by the way. Like, yeah, it was on the vine, vinyls on the bed, yeah. uh, and it, if you, it's on SoundCloud the volume, yeah. and it, it's like there's jumps all the way through it because I were on MSN at the same time, oh, and obviously computers weren't as fast back then. Yeah, so there's loads of jumps in it, but I still thought it was. It, it is, yeah, it was it's, absolutely it's a demo, fine. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. fine to put out. But looking back, I wish I never, I wish I just recorded it. Yeah. Uh, so I did that one. And I did, and then obviously a few weeks later I did another one. Yeah. Uh, and I sent him off to Farrell. Right. And um, he wanted to put me on a sank. So what number was this then? Was this three? One and two. Oh, one and one two. One and two I sent him. Right. Um, uh, so, yeah, I did that. And then I did the May All-Nighter in 2004. Of San- what, Street Cricketer, was it? Yeah. You're right. Um, How uh, was that? Oh, great. That were that were that were that were great. Like, I think I'd, I think I'd done another night at Crick. I think it was Slam Jam. I think something like that. Right. That were good. That were a bit bit more of a taste. But this one were it was like a packed out Crick. It were bank. I think it were a bank holiday Sunday as well. Can you remember like sort of who was on and what what was going on at the time? Um, uh, just the usuals were on. I think that obviously John G. I don't. I don't. Oh, it's a long time ago. I can't remember. <laughs> but can you can you remember going in and sort of meeting all the sand clock like? Yeah, um, that weren't. Um, it weren't as because it were a lot busier. Yeah. Than the first time, it weren't like I were like, oh, he's he's a blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. It was sort of like I think I spoke to John, obviously Farrell, um, and I think I'd met Candy before. I was speaking to him all quite a lot. Yeah. And then it just it just went from there really. So were you? What were you doing? Warm up. I did warm up. Yeah, started off with Daisy the Born Connected. <laughs> As a warm up, yeah, yeah. Well, it was like obviously inexperienced for one. Yeah. Two, you want to show off your best tunes because yeah. obviously with vinyl, everything with vinyl. Then yeah. I'd started on the CD decks. Right. I'd have CD decks. Uh, some really crappy ones at home. Um, I wanted to show off all my rare records. Obviously, uh, absolutely. Like, like yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm eighteen. I was yeah. ready to go. Um, and he, he liked it, so he put me on again. Well, obviously, he's still putting me on now, so he, yeah. must, he must have liked it. Must have liked it, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's really good. Like, uh, did did you come away feeling that you'd you'd done well for yourself that night? Like, did you come away? Yeah, thinking, I come away. Uh, a lot right. of people come up to me and said, "Oh, that was a good set." Blah blah. Yeah. blah. So yeah, I, I I knew. I mean, you know when you've done a a fuck up, and you know when you've not done a fuck up, don't you? Yeah. Uh, so I, I probably did do a fuck up, but. Uh, um, <laughs> Have you still got the recording? I used to have it on a CD. Right. Uh, I was hoping Farrell sent me all USBs, uh, quick USBs, and I couldn't yeah. find it on there. But I know there is a recording of it, because I used to have the CD. Right. Um, but I've lost it all the time. Over time, yeah, yeah, yeah. You lose yeah. things, don't you? So from from there, what what happened next? Um, I think the next time we did the we never all now, July. I think got to do 11, 12, then. He had a CD deck, then it were a... Uh, 
Pioneer CDJs just come out with it the first time. And used the 100, it. was it? 1,000. Oh, the 1,000, yeah, 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 yeah guess okay. he had one. Uh, he brought it down. Right. And I had loads of top MP3s, obviously, but people <laughs> hadn't got. Uh, yeah. And I was playing some of them. And that well, that went down really well. And it just sort of just like span off from there, but, really. So you, you, you started, really started with, with Sanctuary then, yeah. sort of say. Like, that's where you sort of started building the name for yourself. Yeah. Um, how did you find it travelling from where were you living at at the time Darwin Darwin yeah so you went you travelling over to, to Wigan from Darwin yeah well uh, at first all your mates want to come yeah uh, and then sometimes they didn't want to come so I was getting I was just getting trained on my own yeah I, um, I find that now like yeah. when, when I was younger getting up my first gigs everyone wanted like like people would be arguing for a space in the car yeah. and then now it's like, it's like yeah, it's, it's nobody like, wants to come out with you at yeah, three o'clock in the morning now we've, got, we've got like a bit of a core group now that go out yeah. we've always got someone to go out with but yeah. I mean I, I used to just I, I'm going however anyone's coming with me I need to DJ I'm yeah. hungry, hungry for it like, that's I'm good getting yeah. on the train to get a train to Darwin to Bolton and then on to Wigan and then it was like, "Are we going to get home?" <laughs> and I used to just end up in people's people's houses and then get trained next next yeah. day. Like, yeah. I weren't bothered. I mean, I don't know, like no, it's, yeah, it's, it's the eagerness, isn't it? Of, of, yeah. of it all. I remember getting my first wage. Like I think got forty quid off Farrell. Um, I think about third or fourth sank. I was absolutely buzzing. <laughs> I believe I'm getting paid to do this. Yeah, paid to do this like is, paid to have fun in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Class, class. So, so from there was were people like, were you catching people's eye elsewhere as well? Um, I think. At the same time we're doing Crick, I think Farrell were doing nights at one eleven in Blackpool. Yeah. Uh, I think I did I'm not sure if I did one of them. I know I've I definitely done Sank at one eleven and all that, but not I'm not sure at the time. There were another lad called um uh Robbie Robbie B, Robbie Bentham. Uh right. D- Remember them nights? Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. so he made me resident, so we're doing them. That's in Blackpool, isn't it? That yeah, in Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. So sort of doing them at the same time. Um, parallel to it really yeah um, and then I just ended up doing Sank more more regularly really right um, so up in so we're at 2005 at this point yeah 2005 so. and then 2005 beginning of 2005 with the start of Bad Behaviour as well right this is a whole new thing that I wanted to ask you about there's so many questions I've got because I don't think the story's ever been told anywhere has it really um, maybe not, not, nothing's not in, been recorded at all, no, has it? No, no, I can't have well, I um, imagine not. So, the beginning of it, how, how did you meet? Had you met Greeny and Dean Greeny or what? used to work at Reedy's. Uh, Dean were like one of my mates with the decks yeah. from back then. Or was he part of the four? He, no, he weren't part of the four, but I think he'd got the other three lads into it and he sort of like, he must have, uh, I, I don't know, he weren't, yeah. he weren't a, a major part of it, he sort of like come into the fold if you would. Um, and he was making music because he'd done the I Feel Love tune. Um, right. So I was like, I want to make a tune with you. Uh, so I, I wanted to remix Someday. So I, I went to his house and me and him remixed Someday. Yeah. Um, and did you know nothing about production at this point? I knew nothing, absolutely right. nothing. Obviously, Dean did. Yeah. Uh, I just told him. Why well, you wanted it, yeah. yeah. Basically. Go on. In a nutshell. Um, so I think we we're on the way to Crick. We we're at the Bolton train station. He's like, right, you need a name. And he was the naughty boys. So I said, right, I've caught bad behaviour. And that's how the name come about. And then, like, um, the next week, I used to go read his every Friday by right records, speaking to Greeny, and he was like, I really like this. We should all get together and do it. Yeah. So he did a remix of Someday, which is the other side of it, yeah. the DJ Greeny remix. And then um, after that, we just 
we used to come together and make, make tunes. So what was, what was the, other than Someday, what was the first sort of tune where you all got together? Fro- Frozen were the first one. Frozen. Which were quite big as well at the time. It was massive. Uh, uh, yeah, we did quite well because the days are selling vinyl as well so you start to make a bit of money off it. My um, my recollection of it is I got um, I got Frozen on, on a release um, and it was on it was on its own on the first one and then on the second release I got I got it in like a double pack uh, vinyl yeah the one, one with the pictures yeah yeah all the yeah, pictures but on. It's, it's not our version of it it's Monsoon and Dreamworks ah, the Monsoon and Dreamworks yeah. but there's, there's yeah. some other um, you have your tunes on there is there? yeah yeah, yeah. the vinyl? yeah it's a double sided one um, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out and get back to you I've got it it's, um, it's in the loft actually um, really nice artwork on that one though. do you know what I mean yeah. like with the photos and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mouldy coffee on one of them <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah so so you, you started making tunes what what was um, what was your process obviously you, you, you'd done Frozen um, did you go and test it in clubs uh, or what, what were you doing like um, or was it just oh this is going to work um, I think we just like I think we knew it would work Right. I think we know if it, if it's the, the riff in it, I thought, well, we want to win it here, I think. I think that's what we thought in the red. Yeah. I think Green, we played at Maxine's every week. And so it, has, it, it has been signed at this point? Um, no, it never got it never got signed. So where did you get pressed at? Did you just press it independently? We, because Green worked at, the, at Reedy's, obviously, yeah. we spoke to, I think, Peak Landing used to distribute, didn't it? Yeah. And... Um, there were another guy. We did it through Pete. I'm pretty sure we did it through Pete. Anyway, how many copies did you just get pressed up originally? We did 500 at first, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it did two rounds of 250. I'm pretty sure it did. Right. I mm. think I can't remember, um, but I know I got. I know we. I know we definitely got one repress on it. I think we might have got a second on it. Yeah. You, you one one thing I, I I wanted to mention is you don't realize how far you're early releases get until you start talking to people I've heard on um, somebody talking um, one of the Australian guys um, is it uh, like Nick Nova and oh, Charlie yeah. um, uh, Charlie Brown yeah, and that's it, yeah. all them lot and they were saying that like in Australia they were getting shipments of, of like bad behaviour stuff in like yeah. selling them there and it's like yeah, it's bad, fuck it's bad me yeah but it's it's like, the same with the dinkies there. Used to no, yeah, it's over here, didn't they? Yeah. So you like like the dinkies there with the first the first bounce shoes we there. That my mates were really into them. Yeah, like, but it's like, it's they? strange how far pre-internet. Well, not pre-internet because we had like there was like AOL and there was dial-up and everything I'm like still that. Still on AOL email. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just one of them things where it's like like how far a record can travel and like how yeah. how they talk about. For instance, like having memories listening to to some of your tunes or some of like, do you know what I mean? Or we listen to Dinkies and listen to Life. Yeah. It's just remarkable. Like. Yeah, it is quite mad now. It's like it's mm. not the same um, now finding a tune like it was. No, it's not. Like, used to find them on internet and then like it come and then you get the the note for your letterbox is too big for your letterbox. You go down to the post office <laughs> and you tune it. That 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 were that were a big part of it for me. Yeah. Um, so when the vinyl started to die out. Um, it was good that yeah, the production because I used to like playing tunes I still do like playing tunes that no one else were going to play yeah. I, like to, I like to be a bit I play exclusive obviously you've got to play things that people like as well yeah. but I liked playing something that no one else had because I used to the ones that no one had I used to put put labels on them you know so people couldn't see them yeah. so yeah that was part, part of what I tried to do just play stuff that no one would it's play it's all part of the, the old fun isn't it like, yeah that, 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 I think the worst, that part of it the, wor- the worst you can do now is rename a file like if, so yeah, if someone comes to look at a deck and it's like the thing that? is though yeah. that you rename a file that you rename you a file everyone's going to have anyway because yeah. it's, it's 
it's MP3, it's completely different with MP3, yeah. isn't it? But that, that's how technology moves forward, doesn't it? Um, it is, it is. Uh, uh, we don't want to get too much into the, the vinyl versus yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, like, I'm, not, I'm, not, no, I'm not a dinosaur, um, don't worry. I, I like vinyls, but yeah. there's so much more freedom you get now with, with DJing that it's yeah, uh, like, usually to life with hot cues and loops and stuff like that. So I quite enjoy doing that anyway. So I'm happy it's moved on. Right, so when you did back to Frozen, um, how did you did, did did it blow up or like did it take a while to, to, to sort of catch uh, on or because Greeny did Maxine's which was like pretty much other than Pia I think like the biggest club in yeah. Mount at the time where I wound anyway and he would he could just go and play it that week uh, right. I mean I were at Sank but I was, I was still playing at cricket which is obviously not the biggest yeah. reach but Maxine had a bigger reach and he said he played it. And it obviously it went down really well, so we knew we were onto winner, really. Um, I always thought when that when I when when you hit, when you get to like divulge into it, I know this isn't the story, but like I always thought this played a major part in making bad behaviour. The way that you had like sort of say like Blackpool and Wigan covered, yeah. and then Greeny had like Maxims and like like so you you knew for a fact that whatever event was on that night, your tunes were going to yeah, be that, played. Yeah, that were that were a big factor to be honest with you because. Sort of like two sides of the scene. Yeah. Well, maybe not, they were probably more because obviously there were scenes in the scenes in Liverpool. And oh, stuff absolutely, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we sort of like nailed two parts of it. Yeah, you've got it covered it like very big, very prominent yeah, parts. Yeah, especially the Sank got Pat got once yeah. it left cricket and Sank really started to get big like. 2006, seven, when you went to Syndicate and stuff yeah. like that. Had, so, like, had, you had a good ground to showcase your yeah. music. Because, like, had, if you weren't booked for Sank for one event, for instance, Green could be playing play it in Wigan. So, yeah, like, we, knew, we knew we were always getting the reach. Well, we knew yeah. when we made a tune that we can play it out that week. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're getting, so, you're getting so, reactions, or, you know, I don't think this is going to work, or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it, were, it were really handy. So as the ball starts rolling with you, what what was the next next step? Were you just continuing putting tunes out, or was each tune getting bigger and better um, reactions, or or is there a tune in particular that you thought this I is think, really elevated I think us? Doing the frozen that being the first tune put us in a good good stead yeah. to start with. Um, I'm trying to think what we're after frozen. I think we had like time to burn. They're not really. Some tunes don't stick out. We did the finest. We remixed that about three times. I was absolutely sick of it by the time it, <laughs> time we did the third time. Yeah. And then we, I think going into two thousand six, uh, uh, the quality of the tunes production wise, still well listened back now. It's not good enough in my eyes now, but yeah. still um, the tune. Uh, the tunes were good enough if you know what I mean the I can remember tune. you did a lot of um, like donk over stuff as well where yeah, we it did. was like on your side we did it on your then... side we did um... I can't remember now we um, did a few just can't off. get enough did you do that yeah. um... uh, no Dean did that I think but, uh, it, but it, it came it was, out the yeah, same yeah, camp yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. it um, and then like people liked him so you know yeah. just, just not I think that's but you can like... tell you, you went from um, product like quality wise, you you stepped it up a gear because you were yeah. doing these things where you could hear you could hear that it was like the ideas were quality because a lot of people did like it, but at the same time, like for, for, I don't know whether it was an overnight thing what what happened with you, but all of a sudden the production just got so yeah. much better, yeah. so yeah. so much quicker yeah, as well. Things once every, every when you're a, produ- a producer, yeah. You're learning all the time, aren't you? You're, yeah. you're always trying to. You like listen to something you'd made a year ago, and you'd be like, "Oh, I don't like that." Yeah, you can always pick things out, can't yeah, you? As always. It. So you you get better. You think, "Oh, I could tighten that up here or whatever." So, 
yeah, we just obviously there were three of us as well. Like as it went on, uh, Green knew how to do a bit of it anyway. Yeah. Um, he could play guitar and stuff like that. So musically, he was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm still crap at music. <laughs> um, so I was learning obviously how to use the programs, and then you got like a bit more influence from all three of us rather than telling someone your idea, and then yeah. doing it yourself, sort of thing. When was the first Bonnie tune? Um, uh, April two thousand and six, was it? But what tune was it? I did like a prayer. Like a prayer. Um, oh, it's crap. No, well, no, well, yeah, you know what? Somewhere. I did. I did an EP uh, on Bad Records. I did an EP, and I think yeah. I, I think I had four tunes on it. I think I think the first. I'm not sure if the first one had uh, Temple of Dreams on it. It might have done. There's one tune. There's one tune. Well, done good on time. There. Good time on the first one. I did uh, that. That one. What was the the dinky style tune you did on the B side? That was I still like that today. It's like is it old school or something like that? It's called um, uh, a, a Bonley one. Yeah. Um, I can't think. I don't know what it was, but honestly, like I I still listen to it now, and I feel like it maybe doesn't stand up. Oh, is it five four three two one? It could, yeah, I think uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's it's still it's like still a quality tune now. Well, to be honest with you, that is not my idea at all. That yeah. I, I actually stole that and completely remade it. I downloaded a tune. What I used to do is go on Soul Seek, and I used to type in Club Mix. You know, with the two Bs and the K, mm. and it used to bring up loads of tunes. Like tunes yeah, that no one, yeah. no one had, and it, it were, it was obviously the same riff. Um, it said five, four, three, two, one in it, but it was uh, I used a different sample of it because obviously I was just cutting up. Yeah, uh, and it was produced. Well, it, well, it wasn't that bad. It probably were actually quite bad, but it couldn't mix it in out of it. I thought, yeah. right, I'm, I'm making it. A, a version of, of it there, so yeah, I made yeah. a version of it obviously no one had heard it yeah so everyone thinks it's my dream where it's not oh well it, at least you're honest about <laughs> well, it yeah, you know oh, I mean, yeah I mean, we heard a scene where everyone yeah. honestly like, things, ev- every we? single tune I do if you ask me one of my tunes I'll tell you exactly where I've ripped yeah, it off from yeah, because you, that's what my, you, get you could call it rip it off or you could call it influence but yeah I call, like, it, I call it influence that one is a rip off though it's yeah. blatant I mean the donk rolls in it the, everything's <laughs> the same yeah I remember getting that vinyl and thinking oh, that's, that's, that's different yeah I think I think the first the first EP I like a prayer on it but I don't think I call it like a prayer I call it something else to be different mm. um and I had Good Time, I did a remix of Paran Good Time. Um that five four three two one and something else, maybe. I can't I can't remember. The second EP with the Temple of Dreams, which has probably been probably been my well what most people yeah. come to me and say their favourite tune of mine. My mine is the, the of that era, um, Sweetheart, when you did Sweetheart. Oh that was actually that was the that was the one actually the other tune. Oh was it? Sweetheart, right, yeah. yeah. See I listened to that back to that. It, it doesn't sound great now. But at the but time, at the I, time think that, I think that might have been like my second tune, to be fair. But like you, I think you had the right idea, everything's gone. I know it sounds bad and stuff like that saying it, but like like it had a repetitive dinky but the re- repetitive riff was really good like yeah, you could you could beef it up now yeah. but at the time like it's yeah cuz really not at the time the dinky riffs were just coming into fashion a bit more mm. like everyone would do it started to do cuz we were we obviously were like we weren't the first people to do them but yeah. i think we were 
I think you I think would first people over here to start incorporating our tunes more. I think you, when it comes to that them dinky that dinky style of that time, I think you, there was always you and there was always Fitzy and Rossi yeah, B. I they were that for me. They they created that sound. I know it was it was a take on sort of Alex Kane dinky. Yeah, we we we. But you, you you I think you did like your own version of yeah, it. Yeah, we, we obviously got, that's where they say, we, we didn't rip it out of that, we influenced that one. Influenced I, I did um, a bootleg about three months ago or something, I sent you it, um, and I was like, look at this, I've just ripped off a, a, a Bad Behaviour 2006 tune, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. And right, I sent yeah. you it, and it's just, it's simply just that dinky style yeah. riff with a... With it works, okay. it yeah, works. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like now, it's like a fallback now, like, I think, oh, I can't get anything to work on, I'll just whack a dinky in it. Yeah. Uh, not like I like doing it, but sometimes, sometimes tunes need it, anyway, they suit it better. Absolutely. Um, so you started, you started re- releasing and getting sort of traction there. Um, I seen yesterday you posted online about um, the doing the delusion, uh, never going to let you go. Was that, that was the, the first contracted remix you got? Yeah, well, um, it's obviously, Greeny worked with, Jamie Agar at Maxine's. Yeah. Obviously, seen that we were doing bits. Uh, he had the singer in Jenna. Yeah. So he said, Do you want to do this? It's good vocal collab. as well. Yeah. So we did the Donk one first, and then we did a Scousey one, which we practically basically just took the took the Donk out and put a Scouse bass line. Yeah. And that was the original, meant to be original mix, but it was always the Donk one that got played, well, as far as I know, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard anyone play the other one. Uh, no, I've never, I've never heard it played. Um, it's always just been that version. Yeah. Um, so then. Was that like another level up for you? Yeah, I felt like yeah, I feel like that was started probably went up a step there. I think we did the See the Light remix at the same around the same time. I think it was like summer two thousand and six. Who who did someone get onto you from all around the world or something to do that? Or was that a... See the Light? Um, with Greeny working it all around the world. Yeah. Um, he could well under all around the world because really yeah, underneath it, it, he had ties where he could get pillars and stuff like that. I think with See the Light, I think. KB did it first. Yeah. We we remixed it them and then I think um they remixed something back. Maybe that sort of deal. I can't remember. I can't I can't remember. I know it went on their label that. Yeah. Um it's, it's a long time ago now to remember how it properly <laughs> happened. But it's yeah. something along them. But we got a few D so we got Q Tex Power of Love. Power that tune we did that. Is we, they let as well. us release that on bad records as well. Yeah. Um I think there were a couple we got they let us release it which were pretty sound really innit because yeah. they didn't ask for any money they didn't ask for any money off it not yeah. to my knowledge anyway yeah. but um, so so at this point now I think this is probably when I heard of you like when you when you started doing these t- style tracks um, and it was sort of getting pushed out like that because it was reaching up my area at that point and um, obviously you started you came up a couple of times and you had to work into uh, did, you, did you do fusion did you uh, I think I've done Fusion but I didn't do Fusion until later on mm. um, I don't think Sank used to do Fusion yeah. when I first started there but I don't think I, I, did, I don't think I was involved in the, um, the the ones around that time yeah. I did Carlisle a few times going 2005-06 I did Carlisle quite a few, few yeah. times so that's obviously near to you isn't it um, I can't remember the first time I did Fusion I know I've done it yeah, yeah. I've definitely done it I've done it a few times it was a really nice club fusion to be fair massive yeah lovely class yeah it's, uh, it's a shame it's gone but it is what it is yeah well I remember <laughs> the first time um, I went there 
uh, I ended up in the police cells all night. It's just next door. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah in the police cells all night for uh, I'm a bit too smashed. <laughs> Class. So, so we at this point, I know the sort of bad behaviour things took off, and then you've got a lot of, I would say, big tunes out there. Um, probably some of the biggest in the scene in the scene at the time, arguably. Um, were you going out as like bad behaviour now? Were you not like? At this point, were you getting booked as? Yeah, I think first the first one we got we were off Farrell. We got um, one eleven. Right. That, that were two thousand five. That pretty much not so long after we started. That was like summer two thousand and five. I think that. Yeah. Um, and we did a promo CD for it, and we gave out loads of CDs that night. Um, was it just that. bad stuff on, or was it also? I think of, it had a bit. Of, I think it had some other people's tunes on. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'd done enough right. tunes at the time for a. But it had your CD. tunes we on. Yeah, a sticker on it. It said bad behaviour. The sticker's actually on my record box. It laughed. I've still got the sticker. I've stuck yeah. it to my record box. Um, and then we were getting booked, and I think around two thousand and six, I think we started getting gigs up in Newcastle. Right. So we'd, we'd get quite a few of them. Yeah. Um. And then going into 2006, going to 2007, that's where it's, it started getting... Um, really big. Yeah. So at this point, I'm, it's bound seven, isn't it? That oh. was 2007. Yeah, September 2007, I yeah. think, if I remember rightly. Right. That was the first one. Uh, so for me, this is where I thought you... That This is just my opinion. It, it can be... Do you know what I mean? I don't want, don't want it to come across as like everyone thought this, or everyone didn't think this. But for me... Bad behaviour getting put on there. That sort of like like stamped you as, as headliners at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, that was that. Um, it was a big one that to be on. Yeah, um, like that that moved you up from like Bonley, Greeny, Dean M. That was yeah. That was like this is bad behaviour and that's separate. Yeah, like, yeah, separate yeah. like type thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the impression I got. Um, yeah, I think that. we practically did every bounce of them. Yeah. Um, maybe not the 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 very latter ones, but like yeah. we were always. I think they always had a decent time on it. Yeah. Um, Did you find that elevated you much? Because I, I think it had like a, a good commercial reach, um, I think. Yeah, it's hard, hard to think now looking back because you sort of like live in the moment, don't you? Yeah. So you just like, oh, it's just, it just seems to get bigger all the time. Yeah. Uh, until it like obviously plateaus, but it, uh, it's. It were yeah that that were pretty big like and I think I think around the same time as we started going up Newcastle and Sunderland up at that North yeah. East quite a lot I think we were doing that like once a month and the same that we even not as bad behaviour I get booked on my own to go up Green you get booked to yeah, go yeah. Up, on his own to go up it makes uh, the lineups look fresh as well doesn't it like yeah uh, yeah but you're uh, still getting obviously there is a difference in sets but you're getting the main bad tunes aren't you because yeah. I either, either uh, as a solo actor or not as not. Just for cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so you, you you're doing this, and then obviously uh, bounce. What what else happened in two thousand and seven? Sort of. We started doing the ministry remixes two thousand and seven. I think as well. I think we started getting them before. Uh, bounce seven. I think we got the creeps first. How did that come about? Did we use reaching out, or did someone come to you? Someone come to us about that. Someone, I think someone emailed Dean or or Green. Not me. I know they didn't email me. Yeah. Um. 
they, it's hard to it's hard to remember, but I know I know we started doing them, and that that we were getting like a remix a month off them. Yeah, used to do loads. I, 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 that that as well. I think doing the the ministry remixes. Yeah, that they've, they've got a massive a reach as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's I know. I, I want to ask you this because I when I was growing up um, and I discovered like electronic music and that, I always thought I wanted to be in a band, and I I thought oh like sort of maybe play the keyboard or something like that or, or, or something along them lines yeah, just you I know start, it's a bit of a camaraderie I, I, st- I started off um, playing the drums when I was about I've been about 12 years <laughs> yeah but like I always thought I wanted to do something like that and then like I, I find it quite admirable that you just got together to do the, the tunes because I was just thinking like we uh, in school I always thought about starting a band with my myth but it's like you couldn't dedicate that like no one could dedicate a certain time. It's like so. Oh, we'll do it on a Thursday at, at this time, and we'll get together. We'll practice. Yeah, or well, something we, we like did that. have actually have dedicated. I think it was a Tuesday. I think we used to do a Tuesday and Thursday. That's what I mean. I, I find it quite we're admirable that you just got together to yeah, do. Yeah, we, we had so, set days. Yeah. It might. I'm pretty sure it was a Tuesday and Thursday. It might have been a Tuesday and Wednesday. But I don't right. know. We definitely had, we had definitely had two days a week. Right, and, what, and you just got all together and write a tune. Yeah, we're just. Yeah. See, I love. I love. I love. That that I, I know it sounds cheesy because you're not a boy band as such, but like, but uh, you've got that band mentality of like, right? Well, if but, we're all yeah. taking it seriously. We're all going to do this. Yeah, because you know, we all had day jobs, so it was quite easy to work around. We just finding some nights that we could and couldn't do. Yeah, I mean now it'd be hard. Now we've got kids a lot to. Yeah, you, it's a different ball yeah. game now. Yeah, isn't you've it? got yeah. other commitments, but now it was back then. It was it was a bit bit more, bit more simple to. Life life simpler with. when as well. Like if yeah, I moved out of my my like childhood house early like with my, my that I lived with my mum I moved out when I was, was 16 that was just like um, down to um, like circumstance but up until 16 I never had a care in the world I didn't have to pay for rent I didn't have to I didn't have any kids so like if you wanted to do something like I was on my decks every single day yeah. and it's like it's like you, you had to think do it for me now if I have a mix or if I'm if I'm even to the extent of editing this podcast or producing a tune I have to like sort of like squeeze times um, in to, to make a tune and it's yeah. it's it's adulting isn't it that's what it is yeah, you're an that, adult that's <laughs> it now, now me and Greeny do uh, a Tuesday night um, most weeks but even then sometimes I don't want to do it or it's, mm. if it's summer sometimes so it's nice today or let's go and enjoy the sun yeah, type yeah. thing um, we, we managed to squeeze that that one night in but like sometimes we've got video stuff to do I'm like I can't really bother doing it tonight if I don't do it tonight it's going to be like next week before I do it so you just yeah. sometimes it's going to get on with it aren't you one thing for me is um, I've never been um, I've never been a raver so I never like used to go out I used to go to clubs and stuff and like I'd show my face about like and stuff like that but I never go out all night so for me sometimes I used to go out to the club and I'd come home and sit and produce so like like even now sometimes I still do that and like for me like I I think I'm well do you know when you said oh I've got this video stuff to do I think I've got myself from a young age um into a routine where I need to do this and it's like yeah. it's not like it's like going to work I know yeah. it's it's not work to me it is it is yeah, it is a passion, yeah, but mean, like yeah. for this for instance I'm going to record this today and I'll go home and I'll be like uh, right I need and uh, this is my work hour to do this and then like when my little lad's in bed and, and whatnot, yeah. and then I'll be like right I'll smash that out and that's that done um, it's like a work ethic type thing 
Whereas I know I've got that, and for me, if I had a band, and I'd need somebody with the same level of of enthusiasm, yeah. because if not, I'd just I'd sit there. Yeah, and well, that's the thing. I think like um, as time went on, um, I think as it got to the, the last days, it were like well, I've, not that we got fed up of it or fed up of each other. It was just um, it can become repetative. As soon as someone like getting in a relationship, like oh, yeah. I can't do them days. I want to go see my girlfriend. Or, yeah, yeah, that's you know fine. what I mean. Yeah, it's nobody's life. Nobody's life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's like finding the days, and it sort of like peters out sometimes, doesn't yeah. it? Um, but yeah, you, you need you need to be all on the same level else it won't work which we we all were we yeah. were all on the same level we always to enjoy doing it absolutely and it was very rare very very rare that we didn't do anything yeah um, we didn't miss a day unless someone were on, on holiday so even then I think I, I stayed in Magaluf for a month uh, 2008 and they still did it yeah just obviously without me yeah. so I just carried on so when you were, when you were doing this um what how, like what were you doing a tune a week like on a Tuesday and a Wednesday or what were you doing and what was the I sort of turnaround? I used to bang out a tune. I'd say about two weeks. I'd say some obviously some more quicker than others. Yeah, yeah. some some always do, do drop together quicker than others. Yeah, some, a bit more drawn. And then up. obviously as it got a bit more bigger, we started doing more remixes for Ministry and they paid quite well. Yeah. Um. So we were like, right, do we really need to work? Obviously, we're getting DJ gigs, so we all quit our jobs. Yeah. Um, and then we were doing the album for Ministry Sound. We did the Put Your Hands Up for bonus disc, and we, we worked hard on that. And then we were that that did get a bit like we were working, but you were sort of running out of ideas when you're doing it all the time. Oh yeah, you, you burn you, out. You, yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. And you like so. I think when we were doing that album, it were harder to to bash out the tunes yeah. because it were like we were working every day as if it was a job. Some it sort people, of makes it harder, it? yeah, a lot of people in today's day and age who've got a day job and they're like, if I could do this full time, yeah, it changes the perception of everything. Yeah, it? it becomes more of a chore then rather than something you enjoy. It's like, oh, I've got to get this tune out rather than yeah, oh, I've got this idea. Idea, I'm buzzing yeah. tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it, get this down or whatever. Yeah. So, so what year did you quit your job? Two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight. Um, can't remember. What it, was. it were, it would have been like late spring, I reckon, like right. April, May time. And um, then, and then, how long did you? Was it the dream for? Like, how long were you? Were you? I, I was out of work till two thousand and ten. Uh, so I did two years, but I'd say probably. I think what we've been doing with the Ministry of Sound Remix money, yeah. we didn't touch it, we sort of put it in a, a, we started a business account. Yeah. So we've sort of got a bit of capital in that and we started paying ourselves a tiny wage, not lords, lived off the DJ money and um, we just obviously still getting remixes, do all the, the albums, and well, that album. Uh, and I think it went on till about the September, I think we did a bounce, we did the Bounce Heaven album a year later. Yeah. So we boshed that out. Um, and then after that, sort of bounce started like cooling down a lot, didn't it? Yeah, the recession uh, hit as well. Yeah, so a lot of there, clubs. There were, yeah, a lot. Yeah, it sort of like started dying off a bit. Yeah. Um, and so then I went back to work. Uh, right. Luckily, my old job they took me back. Well, that's good. Um, so I've been. I was engineering as well, so it well, it's not a bad job to have. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Um, but like it, you sort of lived the dream for a while. Uh, yeah, sort of it, it was good. If don't get me wrong, it was good. But I, I'd like, I'm, I'd rather DJ every weekend and work. Yeah. Than just DJ every weekend because then obviously there's a certain lifestyle to it, and when you've not don't have to go to work on a Monday, you 
So I, I get carried away with that lifestyle as well, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I found I found that when when we were in the pandemic, and I I, I did roll out a lot of of tunes myself. But I found it, it was hard to discipline yourself more because you you weren't having the 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 grind of nine to five. You were yeah. so you just get up and just like you find yourself lying in longer or you'd like there was if I was living the dream, I think you maybe take advantage of it a bit too much, maybe or indulge too yeah, much. Yeah, we it, probably like. did. Well, I've, uh, I I did indulge sometimes a bit too much. Mm. Um, but I enjoy myself. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, memories. I, I enjoy myself. Yeah. I'm not. I've not got any regrets about it or oh, anything yeah. like that. I probably should have got a job back into work a bit quicker. But you know, yeah. I'm, uh, all it ends well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So I'm not, not um, So how did you find? Um, so when you got asked to do the Bounce Heaven album, like, w- did you think, oh, this this could be big, or like? Or? At the time, it was sold to us like this is going to be big, and I imagine in uh, AJ's edit, we're going to be as big as he said it were. Yeah. He said we were going to go in all shops, adverts, and stuff like that. So we were well on board of it. Uh, yeah. Straight away, we worked hard. Obviously, I think we got to do about twenty tracks for it. I think yeah. some of them. I mean, I think we had a couple of solo ones on there each as well. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're all you all like drafting away. Part, like, yeah, 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 same, yeah. Same camp at the end of the day, weren't we? So. Were you all producing in the same studio, or did you have your? Were you doing I it think, at your home setup? I think from 2007, 2008, I, I, I lived with I lived with Dean. I like I've rented out his other bedroom, so I was using his computer for it. And I, I think by the time we were finishing that album off, I think I moved back in with my dad and I bought myself the old computer. So I think right. Greeny had his own. Dean and you were just own. putting ideas together. So I mean, then, still, yeah. this 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 tower here is I bought this. We me Greeny and Dean bought that in two thousand and six. Fucking hell! So Survived. it's like, yeah, I, I took took it when we Dean upgraded his computer. I took the, the tower. Uh, obviously, it's got all new parts in it now. Yeah. Right? Um, so yeah, it's, Mental. that's <laughs> a, a bit of a that's class bad history right yeah, there. Yeah, there we are. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so 2010 hit. Um, you got back into work. How were you finding the scene? Because it sort of dipped at the sort of dipped down, dip. and as well, like I think I'm a bit um burnt out burnt yeah. out for a bit um, I was sort of like ready to grow up a tiny bit maybe yeah. like everyone goes through that I think stage, like 2010 they? I was 24 yep. it started dying down I lost my residency it sank because um, he weren't doing as well he wanted to switch things up which was yeah. like, it's one of them things still got the art I still got sank bookings like yeah um, it sort of like fizzled I started doing Sopranos actually Sopranos started coming about through when it's 2010 yeah, yeah. and then uh, and like 2011 was that the, at the original Sopranos bar? I did a I did a guest book in there, but I think you got um, what's it called? Cellar bar, warehouse one. Yeah, in, warehouse in, one. In yeah. Blackburn, uh, they were doing them quite a lot. Um, as that got a bit bigger, so obviously what really big now socks in it. Um, yeah. And then I, I met Shiv at two thousand eleven. I sort of like just mellowed out and I weren't bothered about it. Yeah. Um, you, you did disappear for a while, didn't you? Like for a short time. Uh, yeah. I, I was not done with it. I just didn't put the effort in. I can you remember... You have to stay relevant to be relevant, don't you? Yeah. I wasn't putting the effort in to do it. I don't know if you can remember this or not. Obviously, I was messaging you as a bit of a nobody back then. But I messaged you saying, like, when are you going to do some new stuff? And, like... and I had a few people messaging yeah, me, and it was like it was like, where's Bond gone sort of thing? Yeah, yeah like, I couldn't be bothered. I was quite happy, happily, like... Um, going to sleep every weekend <laughs> yeah. um, and just I got my head in work and stuff like that mm. and obviously I, then I had a, a child um, I sort of just like 
I, I don't think I drunk much for about three, four years. Uh. I stayed in quite a lot, but I was, I was happy to do that at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to ask you before we get too far into it as well. I want to step back a little bit. I want to ask you about the 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 donkey documentary with um <laughs> with that. So oh. obviously, there's a few lads who appeared on it. There was uh, Finchy, Grimesy, Greeny, yourself. Uh, obviously, Blackout were on it. Um, this this guy yeah. did he? Yeah, pro- I, I think he approached. I think he approached Greeny on it. Right. Um, and I think me and Greeny were doing a tune that day because he had it in his mum's. Uh, he had his computer in his mum's house in his bedroom, and I was just going up to do the music that day. And they said, "Oh, we want to interview." I said, "I don't think I really said much to be honest with you on it." I sort of was nodding my head. On yeah. It. Um, but it was sort of put to us like, "Oh, we're gonna make bounce look really good," and it yeah. was. Uh, Quite the opposite, wasn't it? Complete yeah. opposite. They made us all look like fools, really, didn't they? Yeah, they took the piss massively out of it. Yeah, like. it, were, it were bad because obviously, I think in in parts, bounce music as the music were growing, but there was that scally side to it. Yeah, uh, sort of like held it back, and they just amplified that scally side of it rather than amplifying the the really good bits about it. Obviously, the music. The um, thing that really bothered me the most about it all, like. You could, it, I have no no issues, by the way, anyone watching, I have no issues with like how Bounce is associated with chavs and stuff like oh, that. I, like, no, there's no issues with that. But the thing that really got to me about it was they, they interviewed um, Grimesy and they were trying to ask him questions and it was just like, you could tell uh, maybe a bit uncomfortable because some of the stuff he was asking. And then they go and then they start videoing Burnley saying it was a fucking shithole. And, yeah. and I'm just like... This, yeah, is, this yeah. is not about the music yeah, at all, is it? Yeah, obviously them videoing it is that and that. We didn't know about that. Yeah. So oh, yeah, until obviously afterwards, until afterwards, yeah. So Yeah, we got we got add off on that big time. Yeah. Uh, it's probably... Uh, did, that affect, like, did you think that affected it, the scene? It could have, it could have done, because that was like 2009, and it was sort of like started... It, started, it, it uh, had a lot of views as well. There. Like, I had I had people who's, who... I was still in school at this time, um, and I had people sharing this in, like... Uh, you, the libraries and shit like that saying this is dunkster field to do isn't it I was like yeah and it's like look at the state of this like, yeah and then they, they did blackout as well didn't people, they? They people got because I remember going this is another little tangent I'm going off on but I remember going into into school in year 7 and um it was everyone was clearly separated. So when I re- I remember going in, I remember school feeling larger than life when you walked in, and I always remember walking in and right in the middle of the, the the playground there was all the rugby and football boys, and then to the left you go in and it would be all the goths and moshes, and then you go to the sort of back of the playground and it was it, we called it the fag house, so like where you yeah. go for a fag, and you go over there and all the donk and that would be blasting out and like it was it was there was a really popular culture around it. And I remember when that came out, I think I was in year nine um, in school when that came out. And I just remember, like, it became uncool to listen to Donk at that point. I was still listening to it, but, like, people used to walk past me because I, I, I yeah. think in school I was always well known for, for li- like, a big fan. of. I used to always have all the, the Crick um, CDs and everything like that. So people would come to me and, like, uh, I've heard this, I've got this on my phone on Bluetooth. Can you tell me where the full, the full CD is? Could be like one track off the CD, but like uh, I'd sort of know it a bit yeah, like a bit yeah, of a bit, fucking buffing. Yeah, yeah I, I used to be like, if someone <laughs> wants to know the name of a tune, they usually yeah. often used to come to me. So at that point, people who knew, because I, I, I built a little bit of a reputation for knowing the names of the tunes and stuff like that, people would come to me just go donk donk and like oh, oh stupid shit like that. Yeah. Like yeah, it was, it was all in, in jest, but it, at that point it was embarrassing. Yeah, a lot, a lot. A lot of my 
uh, mates when like, they used to come when I first started. Like, yeah, um, I still speak to some of them. But I, I went to um, a barbecue last year at his house. Yeah, and he's got that season to drum and bass now. And me and Greeny were playing Donk, and it was just like lots of like, oh, you still listen to Donk, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. Yeah, I yeah, get that. Like, yeah, like if you're not grown out of Donk, it's like you don't you got you don't grow up something like that. Like, yeah. you've got a passion for. Uh, it like did, it, it didn't help. It, it, like you could never grow out of it now, and I, I'm just it's fact because you were so prominent in the scene. You you'll always get people pulling you back in. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. like, if you're left now, I know this sounds a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a reach, but I'm gonna say, but like, if you're left now, there'll be a want for you in five years down the line, and there'll be, yeah. and there'll be promoters saying, "Listen, we'll pay you big bucks to come back," and it was like stuff you can't refuse. Yeah. You see it with um, artists now. So like, if you're into like Motown music, or if you're into like ska, you see all these people who grew up and had kids, and then now they're in the fifties. All these bands are coming back because it's the right time and place so yeah. you, no one can take the piss out of you because you just conquered no, you just I conquered mean, that if, sound uh, I'll, I'm not bothered if someone wants to take the piss out of me <laughs> I was, I'd say like, I've been quite successful to it I've, I've had a, an, been on an album in the charts before, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean it's more than you've achieved in music so I'm, I'm not <laughs> really that bothered about it but um, yeah uh, that's, that's what I just wanted to I, I really wanted to know about that that from from somebody who was in the the documentary, yeah. Um, of of because think... you when you when this guy come to you, was he a nice guy? Oh yeah, they were sound. They were sound. No, like yeah, perceived. Yeah, they come they across as perceived right. themselves to be sound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were not. And you just did not. I did not see it as they were taking the piss out of us. Put it that way. Yeah. Not at all. I just thought they were asking. I thought they were going to make it help us push it because obviously that that's what I know that. A lot of the people that are bounce seven that were obviously on Rob and John mm. and over that we all like really wanted to push the music as far as we could get it really. Yeah. So we've seen it as an opportunity to do that, and it it, it had the obviously complete opposite effect. Yeah. Unfortunately. But, but did you have did you just did you just have no inkling at what was no, going on? No, not a clue. Not until it come out. Uh, really Honestly, like, yeah. it's, uh, and it's I can just, see why because a lot of the things that when they talk to you directly even when they talk to say say um, Finchy or um, who was it they talked to and I was just like oh they have no clue that, uh, black, they did blackout didn't they it was the black it was when yeah, they were going they to get the clothes oh they did the clothes yeah they went to go and get clothes and like they and I was just thinking at the like looking at it in retrospect you can see what's going on but at the time these were just like trying to help this guy fit in yeah uh, like yeah that's it, yeah. it yeah, it's it quite was, uncomforting to watch knowing that it's just a bit of a yeah, mistake yeah they had a pants down really didn't yeah. they <laughs> but, um, but you had no clue whatsoever is that, is no that not a clue mate oh. um, did you ever hear back from them after it got released? Or? I don't think so. Nah. Um, no, I'm just think thinking, so. like, if any, if there was any backlash off the back of it, or I can't remember. I don't remember him being not from me anyway. Yeah. Um, I know that. Um, I know. Um, we all weren't happy about it. That's yeah. About, that's about it, really. Uh, so he was. He was. That's all thing. I can remember. Anyway, it's one of them things is just like you try and forget about, really, don't you? Yeah. Um, I wanted to to uh, move on in that. So you, you got to like 2000, 2011, 2012. Um, we'll we'll quickly get through this, um, and then we'll get onto the second section. Um, you started playing for Sopranos. Um, I wanted to ask, did you see? I know, I'd rather you answer honestly if if you think it did I think it didn't did you see that Sopranos was going to blow up into something 
when you first played for them? Um, or was it just another donk night at not, that point? Uh, not at the time. It was just it were just like obviously started off in a bar. Yeah. Um, and you always used to but you could come down and, and do a set for us. So obviously I did one. Um, yeah. And then when I left Sang, I think I did overdose. I think I did a couple of overdoses for it uh, as a resident. Um, what was that medicine? Medicine, but yeah. like, well, be honest, I'm not really suited to yeah. the medicine vibe. I don't get me wrong. I like the. I like the artist style, but I'm not. I can, I'm not associated with it, am I? I can. Um, I can honestly say, in in my life, I probably won't get booked for anything. Yeah. Like that because it's. Yeah, I mean, I, me. I've done medicine a few yeah. t- a few times, and obviously played to their style. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, for me, I think it's well at the time. Bounce was just it, like pulling numbers in as well. So I think I did Sopranos, and it's it started at Warehouse One. I was doing that every time he had it on. But I think that was a bit of a shining light in the scene. As it were dying off, yeah. The Sopranos sort of coming up at yeah. the same time, um, yeah. So yeah, we were going, it went well, obviously, but the scene were changing then as well. The way it, everything did, like before, it was like you, you were you were DJing, there were flyers, uh, posters, and you go there. Yeah. Obviously, social media, it were hyping it up on social media, and I was old school at the time. It was like I'm not, I'm not sharing stuff on Facebook. I always time. thought that um, what Mikey did with Flex oh, really, oh, yeah. really, actually, really. I was speaking to someone about that the other day, actually, and I was saying them videos really, I, I think that really helped make, make it look um, a lot better. You were proud to play that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, it also, especially after that documentary, what been on videos, yeah. it showed the other side of it as well, obviously not the interview side of it, but you know, yeah. the, the. It the advertised crowd. it in a good light, yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it was filmed how it was meant to be filmed, yeah. Like, you know, it, it made to look good, and they did look good. Yeah. So, do you know when it got to the sort of beginning of the warehouse one days, could you tell at this point that the momentum, like they were going to be a big player in the game? Yeah, you could tell it, would get, it got bigger every time. Yeah. Um, because I think that. that's when I first heard Sopranos, it was 2012, and it was um, Sopranos Fluids. I always knew Fluids, as I think. Yeah, with that, it, were it at. Um, it would have been what it's called mode now. It's a mode now, yeah. It was that would have been a fusion back then, actually. Yeah, it was a fusion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I probably did it. I think I probably did it actually. To be fair, you you were on it, yeah. I've got the CD packer, so yeah, so I remember it. But like, and that was when I seen it. I just I knew that Sopranos was a bit different because I seen it and I was like, that flyer looks clean as fuck yeah um, he did everything right to be fair um, that was my, I think that was Mikey as well I think who'd done that yeah. player yeah, yeah, and then I seen the after movies and I was like I want to go with you yeah uh, like, that's, that's it you do, you do for, for that, me I was like I grew up on like sort of Sanctuary and stuff like that um, and and I, I I remember seeing um, you on one of the videos for the, the Sanctuary All Stars video came there where you were in Syndicate and it was um Whitby was on, there was you on, John G. It's just like a, a compilation video that's oh, on. Oh, yeah, I can't remember it. But right, I, but yeah, um, and I seen that and I thought, oh, I need to get to a century. That was how I, I think got into these, it. The, the videos have really helped it because obviously you see it. You, yeah. One thing hearing it, but then when you see the atmosphere and, yeah, and all that, you feel I think it. if you get any videos from like 2004, 2005, 2006, whatever, the quality doesn't, it doesn't look great. You just do anything you know, for it, yeah. Got, like now you've got the mobile phone, you can film it on a mobile phone, it looks pretty decent, but obviously yeah. proper cameras, it, it looks the part, doesn't it? Um, and then, I think 2012, I sort of got into the, the scene outside of Cumbria, 
because it was always sent coming up to Cumbria, you see, with yeah, for us. Yeah. Um, I used to still, uh, that was, I used to do a lot of The them. quality, well, yeah. uh, when you done Carlisle, what was it, Terminal 1 and stuff like that, was it? Um, it were, the Melting um, Pot? Um, I did the Melting melt, melt Pot. It's been a few, is that the one that's been a few different Yeah, games? yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was Excess, has it been Excess? Excess, yeah, yeah, yeah I used to do one. Excess. Uh, it's, um, it's called... Black Box now, what it used to be called, is that one? Black Box, uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's been called something else, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I can remember. I did that back in 2011. Yeah. I uh, didn't realise until I walked in there with a month like, I'm sure I've been here. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a few up there. Rather, I just was like, that's a fucking belt and venue, that, innit? I love that. Yeah, like, I love the low roof and that. Low right, roof. Like, and everyone's right in front of you. By three o'clock in the morning, you can see the like the water on the ceiling. Yeah, where it's, it's, yeah it's, I like, I like a place that. like it's like a bit of a throwback, yeah. it. Yeah, um... Like it's like I say when we seen sort of John play them tunes and then when the drops were coming in and the crowd would just fucking yeah, right into yeah, it. I they, love that. Yeah, they it's really that. intimate as well. It's like it's, yeah, they right. I like that. I like I like the crowd near you because like cause they, they can physically see, touch you from the decks as well. And, kind of and as well because if they see you, you're buzzing on the decks and that yeah. close to you, you, you you're interacting with them more. I feel I think that gives a bit a bit of a, a better buzz to the crowd. And I like that. Um. Uh. So we've sort of moved on with that now. So we were at. 2012, you came back um, and you did some day 2012. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we did, um, we did a bounce seven because I think we. It was done... the ascension, was it? Was it? Uh, not the ascension, the no, uh, cumulation. Uh, uh, the one with the the thing outside, that bus out. Radcliffe football stadium. Yeah, in, right. Uh, I remember seeing Greeny put something online saying sort of bad behaviour we're in the studio working on something yeah because I think we did um, <laughs> we did the old we're not doing bounce anymore bad behaviour did the last ever set yeah. obviously in bounce if someone does the last ever set where was that at? Uh, I think we did it in Bolton it was about seven mm. I think I can't remember the name of the club in Bolton I remember doing it yeah that, were two, that would have been 2010 definitely 2010 um yeah, well, it's just summer 2010, it was. I think it was Greedy's birthday, actually. Right. Um, so we did that with the last ever set, and it, it were until then, obviously. Uh, AJ's done this bounce seven, he, he had it in the bus, didn't it? There's, um, yeah, yeah, in the bus, the decks were in the bus. I found that that was a turning point. That that event in particular was a big turning point for bounce. Um, not saying it was a big event as such, but. Um, if if you look back on who attended that event, you see you see all the new generation producers come through. Yeah, I remember seeing photos on the day of like I seen you a lot when you were playing, but I seen sort of like um, Ash Mirrelson and Luke Hudson yeah. and all that, and all them guys were coming through with the the sort of um, their style, and that that was when I think sort of like Kenty and that had, had started doing their their bits and started to do yeah, that. Yeah, the started just getting going. Yeah, well, and I thought that like. That was when the turning point for bounce when it was like, you know what, he could come back here. There's some people. Yeah, because it were a great turnout that event, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Um, I do. I, I remember that. I remember the day. The, the day I found out uh, she was pregnant with Ollie that day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, I remember the day well. I remember playing the Sunday. Yeah. I remember a few people being disappointed in it. Um, I was going to ask you about that. It's quite a controversial one because I liked it. Um, it's not something I would play, but I thought, oh, that's that's different. Well, we tried to do something different. It was very Jack and House inspired. Yeah, well, obviously, Greeny and Dean had fresh, started to it? do the fresh. Yeah, uh, I went fat. I, I tried mixing it. I tried. I tried making a track. I just thought, mm. oh, it's not for me. This. Yeah. I need, I need a bit more energy and a bit more speed mm. for me, house. Um, 
So we did that, and I think everyone expected a brand new bad behaviour old style donk track. Yeah. And we thought we don't want to do that. We don't want to do something we we can yeah. just. It do. was like, for, no, for that, me. It was like I was just like, oh, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, that, it was a bit like, different. Probably, it, probably if we'd done that five years later, it might have got a bit of a bit of a reaction. Did you um, feel? Did can you, can you remember like feeling disheartened about it? Because I, I think it did get a really not great. Yeah, um, I don't ever feel really feel disheartened because I think at the time. Um, it was just a one-off thing. Yeah. Maybe if it, if maybe if it had gone off, maybe we might We'd not come back. Uh, might, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. who knows? Um, I can't really remember. But I don't think I ever. I've never really, I never really thought about it too much to be honest mm. with you. I do remember. I remember a few people saying, oh, "One, why have you remixed one you've already done?" Yeah. And two, like, well, they were expected the old dinkies yeah, and donks yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. It's quite the opposite, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'd yeah. wanted to do something different. I, I really liked it mm. uh, because it were different. I like doing something different. You know, yeah, yeah. I think it were well made for its time as well. It was, um, yeah. Um, for, but. You try something different. Everyone, everyone always screams out, "Oh, it needs a bit of difference in the yeah, scene." And then yeah. you go and do it. No, I don't really like it. Man, I get frustrated with this so much because yeah, you try and do something and it's just like no one's gonna support it because it doesn't sound like <laughs> it doesn't sa- it doesn't sound like um, what they're expecting. And yeah, like, oh. this is the thing. It's like people say, "Oh, they want more original tracks." Mm. You do original tracks, and they don't like them. It's like, well, you just want to people want to hear the things they know. Yeah, which is good to a certain extent, but you do obviously need that originality. To I think that's what it probably does need to to get to the next level. But yeah. you need people to then like it because we did a few for the Bounce Heaven album, a few original ones. And I was always a massive fan. Is it um, that one you did with the vocalist Tony? Is it uh, Tony uh, Leon? Say goodbye. If, if it's goodbye. Uh, yeah, goodbye. I always yeah. like that one. I love that tune. Uh, that was like, for the Ministry album. Yeah. That uh, I really liked that one as well, but that, that didn't really take yeah. off. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I remember I like hearing it. I was like, oh, yeah, like the did 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 Yeah, I like I like that one. One of my favorite ones off the album that we did. To be fair. But like I said, it's not. They don't take off the same. Yeah, it's strange. You need really like need everyone to be playing at all time because I think when you hear yeah. new tunes and you don't it's not a remix or whatever then they need they need to get in your head to yeah. know them don't they if someone's heard it on the radio all week and they know the bounce version it's more oh yeah I know this tune I like it yeah it's because it's, a tune will get hammered um, on like I know I'm referencing one of your tracks like but um, you, did you do one last year that uh, summer in 91 tune was it did you know oh me me and uh, Arjun did it yeah, yeah 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 yeah. so you just did that and like, I knew as soon as I heard it, it was going to do well because I'd heard it. Yeah, I heard the it, original it, 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 twenty it, times on Radio yeah, One that it day. Yeah, big tune, a yeah. big tune in the charts. It's a no-brainer to do yeah. it. Yeah, but um, I just we, we when me and Greeny do, we try to stay away from that. We yeah. try and do tunes that think outside the box and no one's remixed before. Which yeah. obviously, then if you, it's don't always work out how it it's hard to, to get a balance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but you, you don't want to be doing. It. Have something that everyone else is doing all the time. You want to be different, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, you see a lot of people now, and I, I've talked about this on previous podcasts as well, who get a lot of success off the back of remixing known tunes. It's like, oh, they're they're class, they're class. It's because the because so many so much familiarity with it. Yeah. And it's like it, it can be frustrating at times. I think and it's probably like, one of the best things to do sometimes is maybe do a couple of them and yeah, get your name known yeah. and then do that. Yeah. But like in our heads we, we, we've already done that yeah. so we want to do we want to do things we like to do yeah. we want to remix loads of pop tunes we've yeah. done it we've done that uh, not against anything that doing. I've played loads of them remixes I, I, absolutely I do it like goes them. off in a club I, but, um, I, I like to do like the same thing with like 
playing things that people aren't playing. I like to make things that people aren't making as well. As well, it's different, isn't it? Yeah, variation. Um, yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, so we've got sort of got lost in you in in the thing there, but um, I just want to say move sort of moving on and like 2014 2015 sort of come along um you were sort of not massively involved at that yeah, point I wouldn't yeah. say there's anything to report unless you um, know what I had for pity <laughs> <laughs> um 2016 I think did I get you up in 2016 my, yeah, my I way? did a mad Friday didn't I, I think yeah. actually I think 2015 or 14 I think I might have made a couple of tunes um somebody come to you like right Make a couple of tunes. I want to put them out on the label. I think it was Revolution Records. It might have been. Right. And he was like, "Right, I'll give you X amount of money. I want. Fuck it, I'll do it." Yeah. So I did um, a remix of "Make It Mine" Monsoon and DreamWorks, and I did. There were another one. They were charging. Oh, I want to feel um, the piano. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. So I did that, um, and I probably could have moved forward than that, but I mean, I mean. I were under the stairs and look under the stairs cover my computer yeah. and that. I just weren't that I weren't that bothered about it. I don't think. I think I'm a lot. I think I would on shifts as well at times. So I was just tired all the time. This is Kids where I well. started started to get to know you a bit as well. Go we talk. I can remember you literally saying to me you were under the stairs when we were yeah, when you were producing right, a tune. Yeah. I think you sent me over like a draft, a couple of draft copies or something like that, asking your opinion or whatever. Um, and then I asked you to come up in the Mad Friday. Um, the event it wasn't great it was it was alright from what I remember there was yeah a, was it at the attic or no base, no uh, base mental uh, yeah, that, that was that was my event that one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, it I, was, I do remember it yeah uh, it was in GL3 it was. GL3 yeah, that's yeah. it I remember the name best base mental uh, yeah. yeah that was a little thing I, I, I had run on for a while um just to sort of get me going and it's one of the things most stressful thing you ever do isn't it just running a night I, it's like, I've done it once uh, I did a a charity night for a for cancer, um, strictly vinyl. Yeah, I, I remember that. Two thousand twelve. Oh, it's the night the fuck out of me, to be honest with you. Yeah. It really, really, I just thought this is not for me. I want to turn up and do my gig and go on. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a whatever. that was a fucking unbelievable lineup as it, well. Uh, yeah, it were good. It were it were a good night to be honest with yeah. you. Um, it just stressed me out as well. We were doing it with someone else, and the ideas are different. It's just like oh, I can't do my head in. Yeah, it's not for me that. Um, because obviously you got the stress of it during the week, whereas now it's like promote a gig on Facebook, you share a link, you share a poster. It's it's not hard, but when you know that like yeah. it's down to you to get them people in, you don't want it to look crap. Frustrating, yeah. No, um, not for me. I, I'll stick to um, DJing. <laughs> I remember you came up and I was I was wanting like sort of like a, a bad bad like record set, and it was like. You, you played a good set, like oh, for the, yeah, for the I think there. I remember doing. I just played loads of bad ones. I think. Did yeah. you not actually want a tune off? I mean, I didn't have it. I think it were uh, no. I, you wanted to tune off me of yeah, yours. Yeah, because it you was, wanted me to play it. Yeah, and I didn't have it. I yeah, it was really, a uh, top loader. Your top love. Model, yeah, top models, and I was like top models. Top models, models sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, top models. Your love. Like, I don't have it. And I was like, play this, and you and you're like, I, I, I don't have it. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I've got it. I'll, I'll send you, you it. Send it to me. I've got it on my computer now. Yeah. Thank you. Quality tune. Quality tune. It's like I don't know why I like it so much. I like that one. As to be honest with you, it's just like it's cheesy, like but it's good in it. Um, and then sort of moving into 2017 did you started getting back into it right um, yeah so back in the 2017 I sort of like I'll never get a bit older a bit more time and it's like you know what I still like still like messing around on deck still like yeah. mixing so um, I did get the odd gig sometimes like one or two a year mm. I still enjoyed it when I did it I just weren't getting a minimum I knew I had to put effort in to do it um, so 
back end of 2017, my mum got ill, so I wanted something positive I to, to do. do. So, yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. to take my mind off it, so I thought, right, let's get me back in this. Um, got enough balance in my life now to, to work it round, and that's basically what I What, what I was your comeback tune? Was it the Annie Jo Love tune? Um, the Ellie Golding vocal? No. That was one of my own. That was, that was, was that 2018? I remember you coming what, back and you, and you did a couple of... So, maybe, end of 2018... Beginning of t- middle 2018, I think I started like, right, I did a mix with it. I had new tunes on it. The first time I'd done new tunes since about 2000, well, I don't know, years anyway, put yeah. it that way. And then we got a, a bad behaviour gig. Me yeah. and Greedy went and did it in Newcastle. Well, what what made you bring bad behaviour back? Because like that just seemed to like just happen and it was like, oh. Yeah, because we got a gig in Newcastle and I was um, like, right, we should start this again. Um, and then I was like, right, let's do it. Everyone was doing USB season at the time. Everyone yeah. was doing USBs. I said, we could, we could do a USB. We've got enough tunes. Yeah. We had like 200 tunes on, uh, on tunes to, to do. So we did that and then we're like, great, we need to start doing tunes again here. So uh, we started, I think about... September, October 2018. What was the first there. tune back? Can you remember? Uh, taking my time, and that was like the all bad behaviour, dinky, yeah. dinky kicking and stuff. Right. Uh, um, and then we did Moon Men, and then I, I think I bought, I think I bought a new PC actually yeah. the same time I did it, doing it on my own. I was going to do it on my own, and I was trying to black green into it. So I think I did in the end first. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Uh, yeah, you yeah, did, I in, did the in the end, end first. Uh, I think what it was. I think I heard. An odd bass version. I think she had a CD on, and it had the vocals of in the end on it. Uh, Luke Hudson's version was it? Yeah. Was it? And yeah. it kicked in with our bit. What's going on? Where's the the riff? Yeah. In my, I thought, right, I'm going to do a version. I'm going to do a version of this. You did. You ripped off the 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 idea, and I, I ripped off the multi dubbers. Yeah, multi dubbers. Because uh, that was one of my favorite. I used to, used to play that. All the time. That's a bomb me tune. That yeah, like when I hear that, to, I think of you. I used to always. play that still like at Sops at like yeah. 2012. I still yeah. used to play that. Um, so. Yeah, and I thought, right, I want to do my own, so I got a PC in that, in that tower down there, mm. um, and started again. I yeah. uh, started again with Greedy, and then I think I did um, Darude feel my beat after that. I think yeah, I yeah, that was a good tune. And then a few just thought, like, they were all right. Let's just get, let's just get my feel back to the, mm. doing it and the, uh, get my head around the the program again. Because yeah. this is like riding a bike a bit, but still, it's. You still got to like remember bits, so your processes are doing stuff and all that. Yeah. Um, took me a while to get back into it, but. And then you did kicking in the beat for me as well, didn't kicking you? Kicking the beat, and that that went down pretty well. So. That done unreal, to be honest with yeah, you. Like, it's, the, it's mental. How it's it's, it's like it's continuously it's, done well. Um, it's the uh, beach ball in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of them. People know it. Like yeah, I said before. It is, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So, so you've come back now and you're doing a, a yearly USB now as well, aren't you? So yeah, we like... haven't done one for 2021 because yeah. we've we got asked to do a lot of remixes last year. So obviously they're getting released and they're other people's tracks really. Yeah. We've just remixed from from. So we didn't have really have the. You were doing like a, like a lot with cheeky tracks and um, yeah, did, we've um... a lot for cheeky tracks. We did one for Kenty for the This Is Bounce label. Yeah. So feel like saying that we're our own tune actually we released mm. on there. Uh, I've done a few remixes for Dave um, and other people who's, I can't remember who's asked well, yeah. only last year. Uh, like various ones yeah, yeah we've yeah. done various ones so like our actual content to put on it is like less yeah. and then as well we've said like let's release a few of these so that's even less because obviously we want to get a bit of exclusiveness on it but it should be here soon <laughs> the next one should be here soon we've got yeah. uh, Greeny's building a website at the minute 
which isn't that far off now. Uh, so once we've got a new website going, uh, pre-orders are coming, and then there'll be there's going to be be loads of stuff on it uh, because obviously we've got like two years worth of stuff to put on it now. Fantastic. Uh, that's the end of section one. We'll be back in two minutes. Uh, back once again with part two of two. Um, this one is a bit of interaction from everyone who, who listens and watches. Uh, I just want to get into this, and it's this is the questions. We've we've had a, a, a few. We had a bit of random questions in last week, but these ones are actually pretty good. Um, so this one is from Jamie. I haven't put a, sec- a surname, sorry. Um, what producers do you hold in high regard in the scene? Oh, um, Fitzy and Ross. Yeah. Every tune part is brilliant, in it? Yeah, they've been consistent for years yeah, as well. Yeah, just, they've got a formula, it just works, done it? So, yeah. like, they can't make a bad tune. They put, we've got a group chat with you, and they just, like, put a tune, it's like, well... Yeah, it's, it's class all every time. I talk about this with, with Daz uh, on the last one, uh, or the one before, sorry. Um, and basically, like, I think it's 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 positive and good um, um, competition. So, like, some people can take it really negatively with, like, oh, I'm, I'm dead jealous of them. But whereas I, I find it within our scene, nine out of ten people are, are, are like oh someone's put this tune out I need to up my game and then that's where yeah. you see people like it makes you a better producer yeah. hearing yeah, tunes from like I don't ever think like yeah yeah but no but it, it makes you feel like oh I, I, I need to step up oh, like yeah, keep, keep yeah. you on your toes as such yeah um, more producers now um, I think Steve Willow's stuff's like really nice and clean yeah like, quality wise yeah um, obviously Kenny Kenny's really good um, There's, there is a lot you could name off but yeah like, uh, um, like a lot of tunes of people's tunes I play a lot obviously Fitzy's Fitzy and Ross's I play a lot yeah. um, I like Orgy's oh, obviously he's yeah, yeah. Kenny I, I, like, I like his a lot um, it's hard to think off the top of my head I'm, I'm not like oh I don't like stuff like that um, yeah. or anything like that if, as long as it, I like stuff that's well made if it's not well made it yeah. could be the best tune in the world I was instantly don't like it I think well there's I just like I don't like it one for me that I want to mention is um, I did a course two weeks ago with um, Alf Bamford technical right there isn't a producer I know it's maybe reaching when it when you say it, in the scene he's in a hard dance scene I suppose but like he does a bit of bounce as well and like his production level is is completely above and beyond anyone I've ever seen like yeah. fuck me like I was watching watching him work away on this tune and I was just like I think I better give up. <laughs> like, like, yeah, not yeah. like when you were saying. I know what you mean. Like, that sounds crisp, doesn't it? I know. I, I know it sounds. It sounds mental. Like, well, not mental, but it sounds maybe it doesn't not sound negative. But say you sent me a tune and you, I'd be like, oh, I like that. I wonder how we done that. I think I've got the ability to sort of replicate it. Maybe not to use the same techniques as you, yeah, but, but like, replicate yeah, it. Like, this stuff that I was watching, Alf do. I was thinking there is no way I could even replicate yeah. like yeah, I know what you mean, manipulate right. a sound to make the sound he does I was just like this is fucking phenomenal like, yeah. I was like yeah. that's, that's one I definitely want to do a shout out of because like I was impressed um, there's a lot a lot of lads who were uh, it, it's all about being consistent for me um, I think if you're going to be a good producer um, like you say you need to be you need to be out there a lot like you see some people one person I want to mention is it, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name is it Semmer Oh, the, it's in his name. Yeah. I, I, I read it as Semmer. Yeah, right. I don't know, right. I don't know what, if that's his name, but, like, 
I always thought his stuff was really good. I, I hammered a lot of his stuff. Like, see, that's up at this time where I wasn't listening to Bounce. I think. Yeah. I think you were about. So I've never really. But when 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 I, when I hear when I hear it, I'm just like, why isn't he doing more? Like, because like I highly rate him. Um, I don't even know who he is to be honest with you. I don't have a clue, mate. But um. When I hear the tunes, I'm just like, this. This is so good, and it just like it'll 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 just drop a tune randomly once a year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard like, very good things about it, um, but I've never. That's actually, just one of the names of my head. Like, I probably when I say have heard his tunes. Yeah, I just don't know. I've heard him a few times. Yeah, but like when, when I'm saying consistency is key, like yeah, you have to because he, he isn't so consistent. It's not one of these names that you or I hold him in high regard. It's like you're out of sight, you're out of mind. It's like when we've obviously stopped doing it. You got holding through a new crowd. You're not coming yeah. back to that same crowd. Like, oh, I, 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 I you've got a percentage of the thing. You know, it's like starting again. So you, yeah. you have to be. Um, have There's to like be, a six month turnaround on it as well. Like I, I, I was saying this. See if I go and play in Whitehaven. I know practically everyone because it's such a small place. Um, you go out and then six months later, it's a brand new crowd. There'll be like one or two faces out there. Yeah. But like you, when you're starting to build, trying to build a following. It's like you get this 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 following. Like I've got people who used to come out sort of like what say eight years ago or something like that, and they they still listen to my stuff now. I still see the names pop up on SoundCloud saying that they're listening to it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, or they'll message me saying they still listen to it, but they don't go out to the events anymore. So like, but now it's always, like it's always a new generation come through, sort of like roughly every six months. So, yeah, so like within six months, there's like a whole turnaround of like say, yeah, kids yeah, turning like, yeah, eighteen like, and yeah, shit to, like that. You have to keep. Keep so you that's why out. I say consistency is key like if, if you listen to people who's consistently like when you when you say who do you hold in high regard you, you name drop Kenny there and it's like Kenny comes to your head straight away because he produces so yeah, much like and, it's uh, uh, and his stuff is it's well made yeah yeah exactly you know, you know you're not going to get quality out of it don't you yeah um, um, there, is, there is some really good good producers out there one person who I'd like to mention as well I always I always don't, I always don't think he gets enough uh, credit. I always like that DJB. Um, From Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah, he makes good stuff um, as well. And like, some of the riffs he writes are absolutely yeah. unbelievable. But he sort of just goes under the radar he, a bit. He, he's got his style and I think he's not changing it for anyone, which yeah. is fair play to anyone. Yeah. It's maybe, maybe going under the radar because he don't want to do that. Yeah. But he does make good stuff as well. Um, I think he's up Newcastle way. Uh, yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. Bell, yeah. Um, and then I like... I quite liked when um, Ash Mirrelson came back. I, I really oh, liked. Uh, yeah, um, um, the Redux stuff. Yeah, the Redux. Really, Redux, really yeah. good because it's like he had a different style to him and that, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so moving on to the next question, we've got a um, quick question for you guys: um, Dinky or BDC? BCD. BCD sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Just what? Oh, that's a fucking good one, isn't it? Uh, it's a belter. Um, Personally, I love the Dinky stuff. Um, I I have all the sort of I think I've got the majority of the Dinky Records stuff. But for me, I I, I if you listen to my music, it's heavily influenced by BCD. Yeah, so see, I think the way around, I'd say Dinky heavily influenced bad a bit, but I, I, I've got elements of the BCD stuff in it. Yeah, I'd say the like, BCD stuff is probably like better quality, but then like. Donkey tunes. I find Dinky's more underground in it. Like, yeah. So, like, so if you like, hear like head check, it's more of an underground tune yeah, than but then say like, like, like things like the ultra beat stuff on it. The one about Discar- any Discala bits on it, mm. like the percussion and the kicks and the and the bass lines are very nice, aren't they? It's a, it's a tough one. That's a good question. Yeah. That that's a belt. I probably have to say. 
I haven't got a name from her that's why I need really um, need to get more organised with this dink, you know the dinky's probably better tunes that like but the um, the BCD stuff with better quality tunes I prefer I'm going in the middle with that yeah I prefer BCD if I'm honest that's, that's my opinion on it um Oh, yeah, it's a tough one, that, because, like, you look back and think, trying to think, like... Two big like, eras of music, yeah, innit? get on the floor and uh, brass disc and stuff like that, mm. they're all really big tunes, aren't they? Yeah. And then, like, but then you've got, like, tunes like Ed Check and Pussy Whip. Pussy Whip's more, well, it's probably like, not one of the bigger ones, but I'm one of my favourite dinkies, yeah. to be fair. Um, oh, good question. That, that is a belter, isn't it? Like, I was like, oof. Um, next. Uh, <laughs> picture this, you have to go on a date with a man, who are you picking and why? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know I've never really thought about this you don't think like Roman Reigns or someone like that <laughs> no definitely not Roman Reigns because I've, I've pre-prepared oh, this one I'd have to say The Rock The Rock yeah I'd go on the date with The Rock he'd look after you wouldn't he yeah <laughs> you yeah, might buy your house as yeah well. he's like the coolest guy on the planet to me so I'll say The Rock The Rock go on then fuck I've, I, I've had time to think about this obviously getting sent here I, I thought about this for so long do you know who I would go on a date with? Um, Brain Cox. Do you know the 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 guy who loves space? I don't know him. Oh well, oh, look him up. He's on. He goes on Joe Rogan's podcast quite a lot. Um, but honestly, he's just got this. He's got a real soft spot for me. I think I, 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 I've got a soft spot for him. Sorry, and I just think <laughs> if I was going to go on a date, I'd like to go on it. He could just tell me about yeah. fucking time yeah, travel I and mean, shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that space is quite cool to be fair. Um, but I'd say the Rock because if anything, the Rock's in anything. I'm watching that. And you'd guarantee to be going to a good, like, sort of... You'd be getting trip first class everything, wouldn't you? I'd hope so, anyway, yeah. Like, if he turned up at a restaurant, you know for a fact he's going to get the yeah, best, sort of... Yeah, I'd hope so, anyway. We'd have a cheap date, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Taking you to Mackey's. Um, and this one is subject of the week, which we'll uh, sort of tie things up with. Um, a lad called Jamie Ward, um, he watches it every week. He, he got in touch and said about um, a subject, um, music tattoos. What do you think? Um, so to give it a bit of context um, Jamie's got um, on his leg and he gets quite a lot of attention for it uh, if he's outward like he's got a pair of shorts or something he's got um, a new monkey tape from when he first listened to the new monkey um, it's got the the, the, the the title I'll put a, a picture in in the video now um, if you're watching so like things like uh, a bounce heaven tattoo or something like that um, think along the lines of I know Farrell's got some like sank tattoos yeah, or something like that yeah yeah not, I, I, I would, but I'm not really a big tattoo guy. I've got kids' names on me. That's about as far as it'll go. Um, I'm not personally a fan, but yeah. I'm not a big fan of tattoos. Right. Um, I've seen some ones, some that look a bit tacky for mm. me. But some ones, some 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 of them have meanings and stuff like that. Don't yeah. they? But I like I like the music ones. You know, they got music notes. They got pair, maybe a pair of decks on their arms or whatever. Yeah. Maybe have. Um, I like, I like that sort of idea, but like getting a, a brand, a logo on me. Um, Not for me, but like something with a bit of meaning, or yeah. a song that has a bit of meaning. Or like I, I seen the other month, somebody got some MC lyric tattooed on themselves. That's just, <laughs> that's just completely wrong and tacky yeah and uh, that's not for me it's not like so easy so easy and what or something like that is it like no it's um, I am a raver is it Finch's I am a raver uh, oh is that easy is it? Oh, no it's uh, Lukey P's I think innit? Well, no I'm a raver and a drug dealer no it's 
I don't know, whatever it is. It's, but that's, the, nothing nothing against no. the lyric, absolutely fine. The lyric's absolutely fine. Yeah. Tattoo yeah. is a big no. No. Um, <laughs> for me, I've al- I always thought it come across as quite... Um, oh, I wouldn't get that. But the more I think about it, the more I think... You see... Um, Rock fans with like Metallica tattoos, and you you just yeah. think it's you don't think anything of it. You just yeah, think oh, it's because it's bounds. You just think oh, it's, it's yeah. not high. But then there's pe- there's it. people who's really passionate about what the, yeah, yeah. about it. So yeah, I think for me to get a tattoo on me, hmm. you have to mean something. I don't. I would you not, not get bad there? No, <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I think what I don't want. I've always thought of tattoos. I think yourself when you're like 60, 70, you're old and wrinkly. So I'm nothing against people tattoos. Mm. I'm not trying to dog tattoos. So for me, all I'd, I'd want something on me that were um, when it is, I am a bit older. Like I'm, I, I might like this this piece of music now, but in fifty years or whatever, forty years, I might think, oh, that's stupid. But it's on me now for the rest of my life. So anything that I get tattooed on me it needs it, to mean it something. Needs to mean something that I know is gonna be for the rest of my life. Like I've got me kids on me. Um, and that's all I've got. I, I, eventually, I'm going to get a tattoo for my mum. Like, so, and, th- and then after that, I don't really have any ideas for one. I did think when, were you, um, when Ollie was younger, really, getting a sleeve and like getting things that meant something to him as time went on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I didn't want Thomas a tank engine on <laughs> You know what I mean? No, but, like, I, it's artistic. So, but yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's, got a, it's on you for the rest of your life, isn't it? So for me, I, I, I've just been a bit wary of it, like getting something that... Um, meaningful and that I'm going to be happy within 20 years I plan on getting more tattoos but I think everything um, what I've got now I've got a dad tattoo and that's like coming back and it's like that's sort of as a memorial yeah, thing well, yeah. I mean, it means uh, something it'll always mean something yeah, yeah, yeah. going back on it is there like but I've got an R2D2 on my leg so like See, I think when, when Ollie went to Marvel and stuff like that yeah. I thought oh, I like Marvel so I'll get <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll pass it off as it means something, but obviously I'd have had to start it off with Thomas the Tank, and then it would have gone mm. to Marvel Turtles, and now it would have been Fortnite, and now it's FIFA. So I like, you know, I'm, I know I don't that, really um, want all that on my arm, really. Even though it would have still meant something, oh, it would always mean something because it would uh, obviously him. Um, but I just never. One one of my old mates, she she had a she had a, a thing for tattoos for a long time. Um, she used to go for like I'm sure it was like a regular tattoo, say sort of like once a month. And she started getting like sleeves on her legs. Is that what they're called on yeah, your legs? Yeah, they're called leg sleeve. Yeah, leg sleeve, right? Yeah. So it started off. It's she got pants, um, really, shouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> she got a um, a Quidditch ball on there, and then a Hogwarts logo. Then it just turned into a dedicated Harry Potter leg. Yeah. It looked cool as fuck. It's not something That's I'd get. It. They, they do look cool. Like, yeah. that they, look, they look smart as fuck. Tattoos. And do you want to know something as well? One of the one of the big things that I always thought for her that it really helped her out. Not not helped her out as such. Cause that, sound, that sounds like really mean. What, what I'm going to say, but it was always a chat up line for the fellas. When say we'd go out and like we'd, yeah. we'd be at the bar get a drink, and you guarantee some lad would come up and go. I like Harry Potter, blah blah blah. Now yeah. that was that was yeah, a, a, a way in. Uh, break the ice type thing. And then on later on down the line, on her other leg, she dedicated it to like Disney. So she started off with the balloons on her leg and all that stuff, and it was yeah, from yeah, it's a good and, idea. I, it's I good. They but, do look smart. I just thought that I would feel about it if I had it, and when I looked at it in twenty years time, that's probably yeah. why I've not ever. So ever. so music as as a definitive answer, um, not on you, just need to be on yourself. But music tattoos, yes or no? Like, uh, is it cool or is it? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, depends. Yeah. it depends. I'm gonna say yeah. I think I, I think, think, I think if, if it's meaningful to you, yeah. yeah. There's 
it's like anything you can get something that looks good you can get yeah. something that looks bad can't you if I was going to get a logo good, yeah. yeah if I was going to get a logo on myself um, it would have to be d- done well as well like yeah it'd have to be proper yeah yeah um, and it needs to look it needs it need to look it needs to be a good logo as well like I've seen some logos like and I think they look shit as brand logos. Never mind as a tattoo. Yeah, it's like, do you know like, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like some logos are obviously look smart and merchandise and stuff like that. But it would, wouldn't look good on skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it, isn't it? Um, so, right, so moving on from that, uh, I just want to ask you now, sort of to, to wrap things up, um, what's your favourite bad tune? Oh. I've had time to prepare for this as well. <laughs> I did uh, ask you. You did, and you know what? It's hard. Um, I probably like most played. I probably played see the light most. Right. Then main, mainly just due to the reaction, the mm. pulling pulling the channel down for when seeing people sing see the light. It's yeah. just like that's what it's all about for me. Like when I'm when I'm interaction doing, yeah, yeah. interaction. I love like that's that's probably my favorite thing to do. So you, what would you say then? Is, is I your don't think favorite? it's our best tune though. I just think it's that reaction. No, um, no, it doesn't even need to be like the. That's one of my favorite tune. tunes to play, and yeah. I still I think I started to set with it. Oh, this, I've started a set with it this year. Ah, uh, so sort of like ten years on or twelve years on, yeah. fourteen years. Where I, start, still there. I know I started a set with it last year, so I still I still play mm. it now. It's a classic style. It will go in in my thing because mm. uh, it gets that reaction, doesn't it? Um, I think it's the best tune. What's your, what's your personal favorite? Maybe one that you hold in memory with or something like that. Um, one, that one that changed your life or? Uh, it's tough. It's tough though. I'll give you fucking four days. I know, you know what? I forgot to do that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that one. Right, which favourite Bon Lee tune that you've done? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? There's been a couple because I've done them on my own. Yeah. Um, uh, I know it's just my own work and I've probably been a bit more prouder of it because I've had no one helping me. Yeah. Um, I did one last last year. Last year, actually, with Shiv. To be fair, I liked the remix that we did for um, Pitch Invader. We did. We had it all, and um, I like that. That's one of my favourite ones I've done. That's one I listen back to. I think I'm quite. Oh, happy I'm, with I'm that. proud of that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, proud yeah. of that. Um, of that's off recent times, but I say Temple of Dreams. Because even yeah. when I like, people still reference yeah, that now. Yeah, I'll get people ask, "Oh, we play Temple of Dreams tonight," and I, I sometimes forget. Um, but I do. I'd probably say that's my okay. favourite one. Right, and then throughout from when you began, um, listen, like when you come moved here when you were fifteen, and you were in school and you were listening to it, starting out all the whole bad behaviour thing, hand demos in the sanctuary with Farrell, um, leaving the scene for a while, coming back. Is the one song that 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 stuck through like everything, and you thought that's for me. That's my favourite like, tune ever. It's like uh, it defines you as a DJ. Oh, it defines me as the DJ. I got my favourite tune ever. I know that. I can answer that. TH Express. I'm on your side. There you I go. Could, I could answer thing. that. What? Which mix? Factory, Factory team. team. Yeah, yeah without doubt, that's my favourite tune of all time. But it's not bounce, is it? Really, is it? Uh, so it just needs to be. No, yeah. It's just it defines me as a DJ because. I can't really go out and play it, but like I said, we did the Don cover of it, yeah. and we actually got it re-sung last. By Anna, wasn't it? Was two it? years ago now. Yeah. Um, and so I've got it, so I can play it all today. So that's <laughs> definitely I can answer that one. Yeah, excellent. Don't even have to think about it. <laughs> uh, and to finish off, I want to ask you. Um, I used to do if you would go to a Chinese, what what meal would you get? But um, I, I sort of I've, I've revamped it up a bit now. So if you were getting the electric chair, 
for being bad. Sorry for the pun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> yeah, was but, um, if, if, yeah. but um, if you get the electric chair and you were, you were allowed to have one more meal, what would it be? Oh, fucking hell. I've just, I told you earlier that I struggled to pick meals at a bully restaurant. Mm. Um, I don't know, it's going to sound really boring, this. Um, I really like shepherd's pie. Shepherd. <laughs> oh, shepherd's pie. <laughs> shepherd's barbecue or cottage pie, so I say. Um, yeah. It's not even. I don't know. It's like I don't have it all the time, but I do. I really, I really fucking enjoy it. Uh, it's I, I not my favourite meal either, but off the top of my head, it's like, oh yeah, I'll come off I love a shepherd's pie. pie. I like getting bread with a shepherd's pie and dipping yeah, it into the thing. Yeah, I make butties, I make butties. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, I've really enjoyed the conversation. It's good to to have a crack with you as well because um, we only cross paths in clubs really and stuff yeah, like that. It. So. not a lot of time to talk with a music player, is it? Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to plug before we finish? Um, just a USB. So. Coming, uh, should have a pre-orders. Might, maybe by the time this is actually airing, might actually get pre-orders, but it's it's very imminent. Pre-orders will be coming. They'll have all the tracks from the last couple of years, plus any tracks you missed on the last few USB, well, last two USBs. Mm. Uh, plenty of mixes on there, any live sets that we're allowed to release from what we've done um, that have been recorded. Prom, any promo mixes we've done, the Bad to the Futures, one, two... At this time, saying it's seven, I am. Well, we are thinking of doing an eight. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, get that done for the USB. Um. So yeah, we jam packed with stuff. Um. So yeah. Where Where can people find you? Are you on SoundCloud? Have you yeah, got- SoundCloud. I've got my own SoundCloud. We've got a bad SoundCloud. We've got a YouTube channel. Um, which I'm been putting all the old Ministry of Sound remixes on it in a minute. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Fucking uh, hell, you're we've plugging got, this. <laughs> we've got, we're on Spotify, go yeah. on Spotify as well. We've got loads of tunes on Spotify as well. Um, what else are we on? I think that's it. Oh, we're on TikTok as yeah. well. Have you got any gigs coming up? Uh, yep, yeah, Sop- Sopranos Fat Goose, which might... It, it'll already, it already be happened. Yeah, that was a really good night, that. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant night, yeah. top night, thanks yeah. for the booking cheese. Yeah. Um, 9th of July, bad, we were at... Um, Truth in Bolton. Yeah. We're doing a bad set. Um, and I'm also at the new club in Burnley, Hidden Night Club. We're doing a back to back shift for that one. Mm-hmm. That's 9th of July. And then the next one after that will be Sank Summer Special. Excellent. Uh, at Flamingos. So Fantastic. Nice. Right. Thanks for everyone for watching uh, or listening if, if you're listening. Um, remember, share this video with your mates if you enjoy it. Uh, it, it goes so far. Um, I've got a certain reach I'm sure like the guests have got a certain reach but if the general public share it and enjoy it then uh, it reaches more ears uh, and we can grow as a podcast we get bigger and better guests on and we might have some really exciting news for you coming very soon that's all I'm going to say for now but yeah share away uh, thanks for listening see you Thank later you.